What's up? This is Bobby Riggs Jr. here with So Fucking Cool Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm joined today by a good friend, Vince Ferrante. Say what's up, Vince. What's going on? All right, so this is going to be our first podcast. I'm going to try to do these, a couple of them before the draft. Maybe do one right after the draft with a little updated of some guys moving in. And then uh, might do some player movement, do a top 50, maybe a top 100. We'll see how things go. Uh, but today we're coming at you. We're going to do a top 12 each position, uh, leaving out the kicker because it's a kicker. So, um, what's up, Vince? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Just excited for the football season to be yeah, on the horizon here. Definitely. It's crazy that there's no other sport in the world where you start talking about, like, you know, months before it starts. So let's just dive right in. Um, top 12 each position. Uh, we're going to try to cover, um, I did a little bit of research, I used a lot of the stats from last year, <clears throat> looked at some player movements, um, you know, I, I think you look at a guy, you know, and they, they get new teammates and, you know, they switch teams and stuff like that, their their numbers are going to go up and down, so I didn't go directly on, copy somebody else's list, this is my beliefs, <clears throat> everything's going to be a little bit different what I got than other people. Some people are going to call me a genius. Some are going to call me an idiot. That's you know that's fantasy football. It's all luck. So I think it's safe to say, pretty unanimous number one quarterback. Gotta go, Mahomes. Gotta go, Pat Mahomes. Five thousand ninety-seven yards last year. Fifty touchdowns to twelve interceptions. Clear cut number one fantasy football scorer. How early are you drafting him? With 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 his stats and his points. I mean, I, 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 you could even go first round with him if you wanted to. Yeah, I know a lot of people who play in keeper leagues, like the league we do, we get one keeper. We got the guy who got Pat Mahomes in our league. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he kept him. Uh, I think his all. other options are, who's he got, Aaron Jones and Sonny Michelle. I could see him taking Pat Mahomes. I feel like it's it's been a few years since you've had that clear-cut number one maybe going in the first round. Yeah, no, for sure. In a, in a minute. I, I think the only quarterbacks I've ever seen drafted in the first round of a fantasy football, and you don't see it very often, I, I still wouldn't suggest it. I still don't know if I'd take Pat Mahomes in the first round, but I think Aaron Rodgers has gone there before. Yep. But if I took him, you know, if he fell late second round, I, I wouldn't mind taking him. So Pat Mahomes, oh, clear if cut. Went, if he went second round, late second round, I'm snagging him. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's you're, you're, you're getting the points that can win you a game. And if he stays healthy, that offense with – you know, Andy Reid coaching and, you know, Tyree Kill and, I mean, just plug in whoever else you want. Sammy Watkins, you know, Kels, everything else. So I think Tyreek's the only question mark. You just don't know yeah, what's, what's going to happen. happen with him. Exactly. And, you know, I, I hope he stays on the field because, obviously, football's better with him on the field. But, you know, if he's got personal issues, he's got personal issues. So, um, number two, are we uh, in agreement? Got to be Andrew Luck. 4,593 yards, 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. I mean, nobody even sniffed that last year. So that's the best offensive line in football, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, he's got weapons, unfortunately, as a Detroit Lions fan. Uh, Ebron went over there and had a lot of success with him. So I don't know if Ebron will keep it up, but with T.Y. Hilton and Ebron and <clears> – <throat> You know, I mean, I think for them, the offensive line and the big thing is Marlon Mack. Is he going to be the lead back? Are they going to be able to get, you know, a lot of carries out of him? Or is, is Andrew Luck going to have to drop back and throw the ball as many times as he did last year? But I think this is where we have our first uh, debate here. And I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to buy into the hype. I got Baker Mayfield. You're with it. <laughs> well, you know, here's what I'm looking at. The guy played 13 and a half games last year. Uh, obviously, he lost the starting job to Tyrod Taylor. 13 and a half games, 3,725 yards, That's 27 good. touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. Look at I mean, he's got the swag. He's got the confidence. And now he's got Odell Beckham. Yeah. Uh, he led the league last year, I believe, in 40-plus yard touchdowns. And he just got the wide receiver who has the most 40-plus yard touchdowns currently active in the NFL. I don't disagree. <clears throat> I mean, it's – man, that offense is going to be probably one of the funnest offenses to watch. you got Baker Mayfield. you got 
Uh, Odell Beckham. You got Jarvis Landry on the other side. You got Njoku who can catch the ball. Chubb who can run the ball. They got a decent offensive line and a great defense. Uh, and what is it, week nine? They get Kareem Hunt? Yeah. Are they going to the playoffs? I'm putting them in the playoffs. I'm locking them. I'm locking them in the playoffs. Where are you at at number three? I went with this John Watson. I know you got him uh, coming up here yep. in a little bit, but... I mean, I just I like his talent. I like where he's at. He's still young. Mayfield to me just needs to. He's he's got to show me what he can do with Odell. I like and the swag. Else. I you know what? I, I'm not going to argue with uh, Deshaun Watson. The guy, realistically, two years ago he was Pat Mahomes, right? Everybody yeah. was talking about him being the best quarterback in football at a young age. He was the Mahomes. And the injury, you know, took a huge step back, but. I, th- I think we're in agreement. He has the number one wide receiver in football, 100%. right? The biggest hands in the league. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. I got him a little bit under. I got him one more down. But uh, you got Watson locked in at three. Who's your number four? I went with uh, with Rodgers. I also I mean, have Rodgers at number four. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what else um, do you say about the guy? The only thing that scares me with Aaron Rodgers this year is I'm hoping, as a Detroit Lions fan, that our defense has improved. Uh, you know, added Trey Flowers, and, um, you know, we'll see what they do in the draft. But he's got to see the Lions twice, and he's going to have to see the Bears twice. Yeah. So you start taking hits from Cleo Mack and stuff, I hope he can hold up. I think they're going to put more weapons around him. Uh, they lost Randall Cobb, but Devontae Adams, one of the best wide receivers in football. I think we were in ingredients there. And, I mean, it's like you said, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers. He's so. just one of those quarterbacks you just don't count out yeah mine were flip-flopped you know. i had aaron Rodgers at uh four and deshaun watson at five where you at at six six i went with russell wilson i also went with russell wilson I, and i don't know why why did we pick <laughs> russell wilson there's something about him man he, he, that guy <laughs> that guy shows up he, he plays he always quietly just has a good year I mean, he doesn't talk crap. He just gets out there. Yeah, and he, he does goes it. out there and plays. He's a and good you know player. What? He he starts the year off slow all the time. But you know yeah. what? He finishes off so hot. So I'm awesome. really excited like, to see. I was bummed to see that uh, Doug Baldwin's going to have some off uh, off season. Surgery. I like Doug Baldwin, so that was a little hurt to see. Oh my god, him and Tyler Lockett. Lockett was on. <laughs> they were awesome. I also think they're going to do some stuff in the off season in the draft here to to put some help around him. And the only thing that makes me nervous about Russell Wilson is. The fact that they might have the most dynamic backfield combo with Chris Carson and Rashad Penny, and I wouldn't be shocked to see them drop back and run the ball. You just need to see more out of Penny. I just there's he's just a good number two. I take him. <laughs> Where are you at at seven? Seven. I went with Jared Goff. I am gonna hope for a bounce back year. I went with Matt Ryan. Uh, last year he threw for four thousand nine hundred twenty-four yards. 35 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. His turnovers were down. Um, I, I like Matt. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, he was an MVP caliber quarterback up until, you know, the ugly second half against the Patriots. I mean, this was a Super Bowl winning team. Mm-hmm. And look at the weapons he's got. You got arguably one of the best wide receivers in football in Julio Jones. And I think really in the second half of the season, seeing Ridley come alive, Sanu, you know they got uh, Hooper at tight end. I think the big question mark for them, right there. the big question for them is going to be offensive line, and what are they going to get out of Devontae Freeman? Uh, Tevin Coleman's not there no more. Yeah. If that goes down, if uh, Freeman goes down like he has so many times, they're not going to have that running threat with Coleman. What's going to happen? But so do they take a running back in the draft? I I would. Why not? Why not? If, I mean. You know, football's built around offense, and I know a lot of people can look to, uh, you know, some different teams. And, and obviously you look at the Super Bowl, one of the lowest-scoring Super Bowls we've had. Um, but, you know, you look at what KC just done and what the Rams have done and, you know, Andy Reid and Sean McVay, and offense wins games. And I, if, I was, if I was the Falcons, I would be building onto that offense. I would be giving Matt Ryan more weapons, and I'd be ready to, fl- like, you I mean, know. how many more years does Ryan have? He's what, ten years, eleven years in? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's right there. So you gotta win now. You 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 know you gotta you got Julio Jones. You know, don't don't let this get wasted. So you who did you have at seven? Who was I swapped him. So we had <laughs> you had Ryan and I had Goff, and then I had Ryan. You had Goff. So we had. So we of... yeah. So we we flip flopped here. I got Goff. Um, I like Goff. I think he's a great quarterback. Um, 
but realistically, I'm just I'm looking at the team and I'm looking at the system that Sean McVay's put around them. Realistically, I would not be shocked to see all three of the wide receivers there in LA finish in the top 25. I mean, you're talking about Robert Woods, who can go up and get you some balls. You got one of the fastest guys on the field um, in Brandon Cooks. And hopefully he gets healthy and he comes back out there. But he's one of the best slot players in the game, and that's Cooper Cup. I mean, this guy can throw to everybody. Question's going to be, obviously, the health of Gurley. But that offense, Sean McVay, I mean, you got to put Goff up there. You look at what he did last year. If if he can, you know, repeat what he did, then, yeah, he's got to be a he's quarterback. He's young. He's got a lot of improvement. Exactly. Where are you at at nine? Uh, Drew. Drew Got Brees. Old man Brees, man. I love Drew Brees. I think this is it. I think this is his last year. Um, uh, I don't disagree with that. He had great numbers, especially at the you know beginning of the year. He really started off hot. I have Michael Thomas as one of the top wide receivers in football. Um, you know they got a lot of production out of young guys late in the season. His numbers went down a lot, but I think I think that was kind of you know an attribute to trying to make sure that old man Brees was healthy going into the playoffs. You know, realistically, they should have been playing in the Super Bowl. Everybody knows that. Yep. Um, I think he's going to be out for vengeance. I think they're going to come out. And he's don't forget, on his they added Jared Cook, one of the best tight ends in the game. We know Drew Brees loves his tight end. Uh, so, yeah, I'm right there with you. What about 10? <clears throat> this is where I put Mayfield. I you got Baker May- out my top 10. Boo. Way too low. <laughs> I, uh, I know you're going to prove it. I think he proved it with the games that he had. Um, this is where I started throwing in. I actually got two guys tied for 10 and 11 um, because I think they're two guys that are going to have a lot to prove this year. One of them had a great year last year, great year most of his career, uh, Big Ben. We're going to see him out there with no Antonio Brown this year. I think um, I think Juju's a great wide receiver, but we're going to find out now if Juju's the number one. What's going to happen when Juju gets that double coverage? And Antonio Brown's not out there to bail you out. Yeah, I, t- I took Ben out of my top ten because it's just there's no Antonio Brown. Yeah, I, I got Big Ben tied with Cam Newton. I have um, Cam Newton at that spot. Yeah, I, so. I think I think they're on the same level. If if you're picking it, you know, and you're looking for a quarterback and, and these other guys are off the board, really, I'd, I'd flip a coin with Cam Newton and Big Ben. I think yeah. Big Ben has the better wide receiver one in Juju. Um, he's the only person that has a out of the two of them that has a wide receiver that made my top list. But um, you know, obviously Cam Newton's got Christian McCaffrey, but Big Ben and Cam Newton are right there, uh, tied for ten and eleven. What about twelve? Rivers. Philip Rivers. <clears throat> I selfishly, just because I wanted to write his name, uh, I did another tie, and I did Philip Rivers and Matt Stafford. Um, I wasn't going to leave Matt Stafford off the list. I am a Stafford supporter. I'm disappointed in what happened last year. But I think, you know, much like Matt Ryan, you know, Matt Ryan, when he got into that new system with a new offensive coordinator, he struggled. And last year was a big change for Matt Stafford with Patricia coming in. I know they kept Jim Bob Cooter. um, But I just feel like, you know, he lost Golden Tate midway during the season. You know, they were best friends. I think... I think this is a prove-it, must-do-good season for Matt Stafford. This and is 100% approve-it. And I, I think his numbers are going to come back. I, I, I would not be shocked <clears throat> to see Matt Stafford throw for 4,000 yards again like he did early in his career. I'm hoping. I'm a Lions fan. I, 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 I'm not a Stafford supporter. I do think he will have a better year. I think he has to have a better year. I mean, I mean, you can't get much worse. The fans worse. are already calling for his head. The big thing you is, know? is he's got to stay up. You got to get an offensive line around him. Hopefully, carry on Johnson and adding a running game can help him. Um, you know, anybody, any any little sleepers you got that you know maybe you could snag later in the draft or anything. I I put Josh Allen as my sleeper for Buffalo. Okay. Uh, I think. You know, if you if you're gonna be one of those guys that's like, look at I don't got Pat Mahomes or Andrew Luck or in my case Mayfield or Rogers, and I'm gonna try to stream a quarterback, I'd love to get Josh Allen. They added Cole Beasley, they got yeah, John Brown. Some nice pieces for him. Did you see what he did the last game of the season against Miami? I think he had like three hundred yards and like two touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. That's what I like about Josh Allen, is he always has the option to run, unlike a guy like Lamar Jackson, who's a run first style. Yeah. You know, Josh Allen, you, you look at him, you don't think he's going to take off on you. But, yeah. I mean, the guy had a lot of rushing touchdowns last year. I think you got to take a look at somebody like Garoppolo coming back. 
Yeah, Garoppolo. I mean, I completely forgot. Man, I forgot about Garoppolo. He just goes. You know, he gets hurt and kind of disappeared. And... Yeah, early in the season, and we didn't even get to see, you know, uh, Tom Brady's success. Neither one of us have Tom Brady in the top ten. Listen, as, he's as, the GOAT. He is the GOAT. But he's but not fantasy in the top wise, ten. I know. You want to talk fantasy, he is not. In no ground. He's not a top ten, not a top twelve. What would it take to put Tom Brady back in your top ten? Would, Gronk would, coming out of retirement. <laughs> would that even do it after the year Gronk had? You know, I, I mean, think it would. I, you know, if, if they, I don't know. I don't know what it would take. I was really hoping that the Patriots were going to be in the play to get a guy like uh, Golden Tate. I think having Golden Tate and uh, Julian Edelman would have been. Fun to watch because that's the type of player that Brady likes. I but mean, you don't count out their team. You got no, never. I, I mean, you still got to say that they're they're probably one of the favorites. Still solid. Yeah, no definitely, Tom Brady. Definitely top three favorite to win the Super Bowl again. Yeah, but just fantasy wise, I mean, I agree. All right, wide receivers. Uh, I think we made it unanimous. You got to go, DeAndre Hopkins. No doubt about it. He had 163 targets last year. When you got a guy that's a clear cut number one. Um, I am not a Will Fuller fan. Um, I think he's got big play capability, but I, I, I don't like the health. Uh, I don't like the drops. I mean, th- there's nobody else around him. And if Deshaun Watson, we both have Deshaun Watson up there in our top five. If, if you got Deshaun Watson listed in the top five, um, and he's really the only target, they don't have a run game unless they address the whole Lamar Miller thing. Yep. So they're going to be a team that drops back and throws the ball a lot. I got Hopkins clear cut. What about number two? Two, I was a little sketchy. I went with I went with Hill. I went Tyreek, only because of the talent, what he does, his speed, everything about him, and the he's, offense. He's in the offense. He's he's a top Damn three homes. receiver. Exactly. But what is going to happen in the off season here with him? There there could be a lot. Uh, I'm hoping to see him on the field for a full uh, you know 16 games and more in the playoffs. Uh, you know these things take time to play out. Um, I you know I'm not going to argue. Tyreek Hill was the number one last year. I mean, if you if you play in a fantasy league where you're going to get points on special teams like our league, um, I I would probably take Tyreek because his kick returns. I know not a lot of teams are kicking to him anymore, but this guy's a threat every time he's on the field. Every time. I'm not going to argue. Um, I'm looking at a, a pure draft draft order. Tyreek Hill is probably right up there. I got him a little bit further down only because I've been in that situation where you draft a guy and then all of a sudden they get suspended and you're like, so I got him a little bit slid down, but I'm, I'm not going to argue with you or beat you up over it. I, th- I think it's a great pick. I actually, number two, went Devontae Adams. Um, Randall Cobb's gone. And we all saw, you know, the, the Jimmy Graham experience didn't work. Devontae Adams, 169 targets, even more than Hopkins. I went Devontae Adams. You got Aaron Rodgers throwing to you. Give me Adams. What about number three? Number three, I went with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. I new got team, him new down. quarterback. New team, bad quarterback. What? <laughs> Who said that? Um, I got new an- team quarterback with talent that just doesn't. If, get if it I done. had to ask you right now, um, just off the top of your head, how many touchdowns do you think Antonio Brown scored last year? Fourteen. Fifteen. Do you think? He gets double-digits touchdowns with the Raiders. No. <laughs> I do not either. Um, Unfortunately, th- just no. I mean, you have Derek Carr, who has the talent there. He just – but you know what? He just has – yeah, he had Amari Cooper. Right. Antonio Brown's on Amari Cooper. He's right. ten times better than Amari Cooper. Right. And like you said, he's going to get the ball. They're going to target him. What did Devontae Adams have last year? 160-something targets, you said? Devontae Adams had 169. Antonio Brown probably hits 200 targets. Yeah, the only thing I'm nervous about with Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown has that big play, long ball threat, and I just don't know if Carr can get him the ball. I like their signing of uh, Tyrell Williams because I think he is a good receiver. He's, he's a you know he's a good number two, number three, whatever you need him. But who's going to be their running back? You know, I know they question. got what did they get? Did they? I think they signed Crowell. I believe so. I believe they signed, yeah, they signed Crowell. Um, there was talks with that Marshawn Lynch might be coming back as a backup. But, you know, teams are going to double-team Antonio Brown. You know, like I said, I like Ty Williams, but Ty Williams is not Juju. Not at all. You know, all. and so I have him move down a little bit. My number three is actually Michael Thomas. Um, he had 125 catches, nine touchdowns, 1,400 yards. I, I love Michael Thomas. I think... 
at some point in Michael Thomas's career, we're going to be talking about him the way people talked about Julio Jones at the peak of his career. Where I he love was, Michael Thomas. I love Michael Thomas. He's one of my favorite receivers in the league right now. Yeah, I, I think he's a talent. I think he's got speed. He's got size. He's got strength. I think he's everything you're looking for in a wide receiver. And, yeah, I, I got Michael Thomas. I, I think his numbers are going to go up, and I think his touchdowns are going to go up because I, I, I think having Jared Cook on the field – uh, is going to help him. You know, there's going to yep. be other focus, and it's going to allow Michael Thomas to get open. Right after Michael Thomas, I I went with your number two. I I put Tyree Kill. I was I was torn between Tyree Kill and Julio Jones, um, mostly because of the suspension lingering around Tyree Kill. But I actually switched. You can see my arrows. I switched it. I, so I'm going to go Tyree Kill. 87 catches, which is a little bit on the low side, uh, but he took those 87 catches for 1,479 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, yeah, give me Tyreek Hill all day at number four. Who you got? Four was Michael Thomas. That's okay. what I had. I had him four. Yep. yep. So number five. That's why I had Devontae Adams. Okay, Devontae so Adams. Just a little bit lower. Yep. I got Julio. Uh, he led the league in targets last year, 170 targets. I actually see that number going down pretty significantly. I think I think Kelvin Ridley takes a big step this year. Oh, yeah. I, I really like <clears throat> Kelvin Ridley. Um, I drafted him last year, ended up using him for trade bait later in the season, um, regretfully so because he came alive at the end, second half of the season. But um, Yeah, I like Ridley. I think you can actually see Jones and Ridley both going for 1,000 yards. No, no, easily. I, I think they're both great players, and they got Sanu. Um, you know, uh, Hopper came alive, their tight end. And again, it, a lot depends on what Devontae uh, Freeman is going to do at running back on how much they're going to throw the ball. But here's what I have hope for with Julio Jones. We got to get those eight touchdowns up. We got to get into double digits here. Um, what was it? Seven weeks without a touchdown? I believe. You know, and then he plugged the one in, and then he had another week off, and and you know he had a multi-touchdown game there. But we got to get it's the, the same thing with Julio every year. I feel like he gets those twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred yards receiving, yeah. gets those targets, but he just doesn't get. We got to we got to get the touchdowns up. I, I'm hoping that second year with the offensive coordinator. That they start targeting him, I, I'd like to see him, you know, closer to the 10, 12 touchdowns. Um, where are you sitting next? Where are we at? We had six. Uh, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. So that's where I, I had Julio Jones at six. I actually swapped out and I put Odell Beckham. I also have Odell Beckham. Seventy-seven out of one hundred and twenty-four. That was his percentage, which means. If I told you that Odell Beckham was targeted 124 times and he only caught 77 of them, knowing what we know about Odell Beckham, are you going to blame that more on him or are you going to blame that more on Eli Manning? Well, considering I've seen some of the catches he's had in his career, yeah. you know he don't have no butterfingers. Exactly. So I'm going to think that that percentage is going to go up. I'd like to see him, you know, snagging more balls at 124 targets. I mean, we we just went up here. We were talking. Michael Thomas had 125 catches. That's how many times Odell Beckham was targeted. Mm -hmm. um, I think that percentage is going to go up. And like I mentioned earlier, Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, throwing those 40 plus yard touchdowns. Man, now he's throwing to Odell Beckham. I I think. Did you watch the presser? I did not. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Uh, I, I saw a funny picture that said, uh, get you a wide receiver that looks at your quarterback or looks at you the way Odell Beckham looks at his quarterback. And, I mean, these guys are on the same page. You know, you got Landry out there, so you're not really going to be able to throw a lot of double teams at Odell Beckham, especially with their backfield, especially with Landry on the field and Njoku. They're going to have some fun. Odell and Landry, man, they're buddies. They're yeah, friends. I, it, it's going to be fun to watch. As long as, as it doesn't implode, I mean – it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Would you be shocked at the end of the year if Odell Beckham was the number one wide receiver? I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked either. I can see him easily top three. I'm okay with that. Then I got Antonio Brown. I had him dropped for no other reason except for the fact that I don't like Derek Carr. And I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with that offense. So three, so four, you, five, six. you have Antonio six. Brown, that's where I have his new number one in, in Pittsburgh. I have Juju. Oh, yeah. I got Juju right underneath. Um, here's another thing. Would you be shocked if Juju ended up higher ranked than Antonio Brown? Because I would not be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, 
Big Ben is a better quarterback, I think, than yeah. Derek Carr, no doubt. They I also have a better offense. Yeah, I mean, you still got Connor, who's who's a decent runner, who exactly. proved that he could do it. Juju's talented. Yeah, he's he's a great player. I'll, I'll be interested him. to see how he does against number ones this year. He's going to see a lot of number ones and a lot of double coverage, unless yeah, unless we'll they they go into the off season and the the draft and get another wide receiver to really help him out, which they very well might. Um, who do you got under that? That's right, one Julio Jones. Okay. So. I had, him, I had him just a few spots lower than you. You know, not I too actually, far. I I could see Julio slipping. Um, I still have him, you know, high up because I think they're going to have a, a bounce back year. But I could see him slipping. You know, they got a lot of weapons. Um, and, and I just, I, mean, on, I guess, I just, I have him so so much lower, which I usually don't. It's just his touchdown. He's not doesn't get the, those touchdowns. And there's always the know? threat of the injury. It always seems like yeah. you know he gets up slow. Um, you know, he's got. The long legs, you know, the hips and everything else. And, man, I, I've had him on my team the last two years, and every time he takes a hit, like, I hold my breath, just like I used to do when I had Kelvin Johnson on my team. Where are you at on there to get there? So we're at nine? I got Adam Thielen. You got Thielen, I got T.Y. Mr. Consistent Adam Thielen. Uh, man, I mean, 1,373 yards. Um he had a streak of 100 games or 100 yeah. yards. and how many I know, games? yeah, all those games. He had 153 targets, and he caught 113 of them. I mean, let's, what did we say with Odell Beckham? 77 of 124. Yeah. And and here he is, you know, catching 113 of 153 balls. You know, in my opinion, I, I think Diggs it might be the better wide receiver because of when you put everything together, speed and everything else. But, man, Thielen is just, he's in the right spot, and he's got those hands. And what a story about this guy. You know, I mean, grew up in Minnesota, played ball there, undrafted, gets picked up, and, and now he is just driving there. And I love Adam Thielen. He's hes a, definitely a guy that... He's one of my favorites. <laughs> he's hes great. He's a lot of fun. So who did you have there? I had T.Y. Okay, so then right under, I see you got Thielen. I have Thielen right under that. And that's where I got Mike Evans. I hate putting Mike Evans on this list. Um... That guy is so talented. That is a guy that I was screaming at my TV for the Detroit Lions to draft, and they took Ebron instead. Um, I, I love Mike Evans, but, man, I do not like Jameis Winston. I just do not like him. I love Evans as well. I wish I could put him higher. Yeah. But just on the pure fact that they got Jameis Winston throwing the ball. I know. I mean, really, that guy's talent. I mean, he he's a guy that should be talked about, you know, in the top five easily. But Jameis Winston and Tampa, it sounds like they're going to stick with him. You know, they, they're going to stick it out and see what he's got. Yeah. I'm just going to move on before I get upset. Um, I got T.Y. Hilton. That's where I went with Mari Cooper. Yeah. I like Amari Cooper. I got Amari Cooper right underneath. I, I think we both had Andrew Luck. Way up there in our quarterback, so you gotta have. You have to have T.Y. You gotta have one of his top guys on, on the list. Um, so yeah, I, I like I like T.Y. Hilton. You know he's getting a little bit older though. I hope he stays healthy for the full season. I also went Amari Cooper right underneath that. Um, man, you are a Cowboy fan, and when this trade happened, I told you that it was going to be a bust. That Amari Cooper had hands made out of bricks. <clears throat> He led the league in drops and all these other things. I told you guys are all crazy. Yeah. I said Amari's going to come in. He's going to help this team out. I did not like giving up a first-round pick. I Maybe second. I was okay with a second. But a first, I thought Jerry Jones was nuts. I thought he was crazy. But you know what? He came in. He was productive. He really helped Dak out a lot. You know, he really helped out in every aspect of the game because mm -hmm. I think, you know, Zeke played better in the second half when, when you had Amari Cooper on the field. Um you know, he was catching long balls, he was catching touchdowns, he was catching short passes, he was doing stuff with the ball afterwards. I mean, he had, he went through a streak there where he had 100 yards and or a touchdown for, I believe, like four games in a row. Mm -hmm. um, I think another offseason together, you know me, I'm not a Dak Prescott guy, but one thing about Dak Prescott is he will force the ball to his guy, and I think Amari Cooper's his guy. You got no Cole Beasley there no more. I think Gallup is going to take a big step forward. I do um, think bringing Randall Cobb in was a big, big move for them too. Really, is that that's going to be another one of those offenses when you talk about you know Michael Gallup, who I had a lot of hope for like last year. I think he's going to take a big step forward. But Amari Cooper, 
and Gallup and Randall Cobb and of course Zeke. And I think just replace Dak Prescott. Hey, and now you got Witten back, so oh yeah, you got <laughs> Let's Jason. see what happens there. All right. Let's move on over to the tight ends. I want to – we're going to zip right through these. There's not a lot because there's not really a lot of good tight ends in football. Um, I mean, I mean if, realistically, you can say off five, and that's about it. If you had one of the top three guys, four guys, I'll say, from last year, then you got to laugh at everybody else because everybody else just kind of fell into a category um, of you don't know what's going to happen. But Kels, number one. Easy. Ertz, number two. Easy. Kittle, number three. Yeah. Ebron. 100%. God, I hate that. <laughs> as a Detroit Lions fan, I hate that Ebron is being discussed as a top five guy. Who would have thought that you could say that? I know. Where are you going number five, though? Number five, I got Ingram. I love Evan Ingram. I, I just think, I think with, with Beckham not there anymore. It's I a big target. It's a big target. And, you know, He's... I think the way he plays, uh, being a big guy, not being afraid to go into the middle of the field, and, mm -hmm. and same thing in the end zone, I actually think... Losing Odell Beckham but gaining a guy like Golden Tate is actually going to help Evan yeah. Ingram because it makes Evan Ingram the big guy on the field. I know they still got Sterling Shepard and um, you know they, they got other guys out on the field. But how is your opinion going to change if the Giants do decide to draft a quarterback early enough that this guy is going to take over for Eli Manning? Would that move you up or move you down? Because I think it moves me up. Yeah. Young quarterback, going to look to the big guy on the field, to the guy in the middle, their dump-off guy, a tight end. So I could realistically have him moved up. I did not have Evan Ingram. He was my next guy. But I have Hunter Henry. I have been waiting for the day to see Hunter Henry take the field ever since he was playing in the shadow of Antonio Gates. This is going to be the year. And I'm convinced we, this is going to be the year. Everybody was excited last year. I, exactly. The, the injuries again you know. sent him back. But... There, it's hard to argue that any quarterback in the National Football League likes their tight end more than Phillip Rivers, and this guy's going to have the job outright. So I got Hunter Henry there. He could easily be healthy, top three tight end. So we basically we had <clears throat> Evan Ingram and Hunter Henry swapped, yeah. so I went Evan Ingram next and you went Hunter Henry. Who do you got after that? Njoku. Give me some of that Cleveland offense, man. There, there's that Cleveland <laughs> offense. I went Jared Cook. Um, you know, he's with the Saints now. Drew Brees loves his tight ends. Obviously, you know, his career with Jimmy Graham is historical. Um, I want Jared Cook. I, I think he's going to – I mean, he has to be better, right? Yes. He's got a better quarterback, so he's got to be better. So, give me Jared Cook. That's common sense, I guess, right? And then I got Njoku. Um, like you said, that Cleveland offense. I think he's – I think Njoku could secretly pull in double-digit touchdowns this year. When they get into the red zone, all eyes are going to be on Odell Beckham. Yep. And if Baker Mayfield can keep his composure and not try to force the ball, I think he's going to have a lot of outlook passes to Njoku. So you I could see him easily 10, 11 yeah, I, touchdowns. I'd love it. I'd love to see him get 10 touchdowns. God, I hate that I'm cheering for Cleveland. I hate I, it. I don't like it either. I'm not cheering for him. I I'm just not. think they're going to be fun to watch. O.J. Howard? That's you, who I got next. All right, O.J. Howard. Um, he's got to take that step forward. I still think at some point in this offseason, I thought the Lions were going to be in play for this, but I, I thought at some point in the offseason Cameron Brait was going to get traded or released. Um, but, you know, they, they may run the double tight end set, but I still like O.J. Howard to step up and, and be one of those guys in the top ten. Then I got Herndon, the Jets. You I got, did not have him in my top 12. I have him more of a sleeper this yeah. year. He had such a good year last year. Uh, he was one of those tight ends, again, that just, yeah, man, he's just one of those guys that you can you can pick up and plug in. Yeah, Who I you just, got? I've got a few people above him. I actually had Jared Cook at that spot. Okay. I got Trey Burton next. Uh, that's where I got Delaney Walker. Man, I forgot about Delaney Walker. <laughs> I like Delaney Walker. He's just... I got Burton. Burton's my night. He's coming up. All Burton. right. I got Walker in that spot. Any sleepers you got? I, you know what? I, I don't know if it's because I'm a Dallas fan, but I like to, no. I, I like Jarwin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't think that uh, old man Witten's going to take anything from him? I think he's going to be more of a role player. I agree. Uh, I agree. So my sleeper is I got, and I, this might not even be a sleeper, uh, Vance McDonald. I, I, think I is, have him in my top 12. Yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, my other sleeper, Jesse James. 
Um, Jesse James and Vance McDonald were splitting that job pretty close mm-hmm. to 50-50. Um, and I like Jesse James going to Detroit. Matt Stafford has never been shy on throwing to his tight ends, whether they caught the ball or not. Uh, Pettigrew, at one point in his career, finished in the top five in targets for tight ends. And he did not finish in the top ten for catches, which means that he threw to him regardless of whether or not he caught him. And, of course, we talked about, you know, how much he threw to Ebron and everything else. They had no tight end last year. Um, They were the lowest in the league. And I think Matt Stafford is going to be happy to have a tight end who has hands and can catch the ball. I think Jesse James is a nice So I think sleeper. Jesse James could be a sleeper. And, of course, we talked about Hopper with the Falcons, so he can be. All right. How many people fast-forward this to get to the running backs? I mean, this is, this is the position that everybody wants to know, right? Running backs are... Fantasy football. Fantasy football is running back. You don't. You don't draft a, a good uh, running back. You don't have a team. If you don't have, if you're playing in a ten-man league, and you don't have one of these top guys, you might as well just wait until the next year. <laughs> just and give up. That that feeling, if you have one of these guys and they go down, that fear that you're not going to pick up their handcuff or whatever, like that's the scariest thing ever. Who's your number one? Because I see that we do, we are flip We are a little different. I did go with Zeke. <clears throat> Maybe it has to do with me being the Cowboys fan right. of me, but I know you got Barkley at one. I got Barkley. I just see Zeke having the better team, the better offensive line. I'm not going to argue that. The better offense. I'm not going to argue so, any of it. I just look, reason. I look at Barkley and he is now 100% officially the face of the New York Giants. He had 1,300 rushing yards, 720 receiving yards, and 15 touchdowns in his rookie year. I think he can duplicate that no matter what, whether or not Odell Beckham's on the field, whether or not it's Eli Manning, Dwayne Haskins, or, or you know Drew Locke, or whoever else could be their core. It doesn't yeah, matter to me. Their offensive line sucked last year. Their offensive and, and line's going to suck this did. year. Yep. Give me Barkley, um, and if you are in a dynasty or a keeper league and you have this guy, hold on to him Never no matter what. Yeah, and I, of course I got Zeke as my number two. Uh, I mean, it, honestly, I think it's a coin flip. It's one A, one B. Uh, I'm not going to yell at you for taking either one of those guys, one or two. I, I love Zeke. Um, again, I think he's going to have a big year. What do you got at three? I got Kamara. I got Kamara too. Uh, the guy had 18 touchdowns last year. I know he played a couple weeks without Ingram. Ingram well, that's and that's what I look at now. Ingram is gone. Is, is gone. And look what he did the first four weeks without. And they added Latavius Murray, who is right. Latavius Murray. Is who yeah, they, they did. Yeah. That, yeah, they added Latavius Murray. I think he's a good running back. I think he's going to comp- complement Kamara. But again, I think the Saints are on a mission, and I think. Kamara is one of the guys leading that mission. Drew Brees, Kamara, and Michael Thomas. I expect all three of those guys to go off. So I got Kamara also. They're going to be fun to watch next year. They are going to be fun to watch. Number four? Number four is where I got Gurley. Gurley. I got to drop him down. I slid him down too. I mean, this is the guy that, you know, 1,250 rushing yards, 580 receiving yards, and 21 touchdowns, and he didn't play – the last couple weeks of football, that knee injury, and now the diagnosis that he has arthritis in his repaired knee. That is literally the only reason that he... I got him dropped down to number five. I was going to say, I could even drop him down maybe a spot or two more, to be (laughs) honest with you. If if I'm selecting and I take Gurley, I'll tell you this, I might be shopping him. I'm, if, if I get Gurley, if I got a top five pick and I land a guy like Gurley in that top four or five slot, I would gladly trade Gurley for a guy like James Conner and see if they'll throw me one of those wide receivers that we said late in our – like would you take um, would you take Juju and, you know, like a Le'Veon Bell? For Gurley? Oh, 100%. I mean, 100%. You, you know, I mean, you look at this. I'm not and, even questioning. Yeah. If you can if you can get. Even with a, with a, even with a healthy Gurley, I might be saying yes. You know, last, last year, it almost felt for a while there that Gurley was untouchable. And even the year before, um, man, I remember throwing some trade offers to try to get Gurley. And, yeah. and my trade offers had Zeke involved, and he wouldn't even talk to me. 
So, but, now this, this but this year man, it changes it's, it. It's it scary. Ch- it's a game changer for sure. So I had Christian McCaffrey at number four, where you have Gurley. Um, if you have a PPR league, I think it's a no-brainer. You got Christian McCaffrey. The only th- reason I actually ha- originally had Christian McCaffrey um, at number three over Kamara. I slid them down one when they came out and they said that they feel like they need to, you know, take some touches away from him to keep him healthy for the full year. That scares me when coaches say that. What it's they say and what they do. Perspective, yes. What they say and what they do are always two different things. But anytime they start talking about limiting touches, uh, I let it slide because as of now, I haven't heard that about Kamara. So I flip flopped them and then I went girly number five. Um, who do you got number That's five? That's where I got Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell jumping up. Coming back. Takes a year off. You know, it's crazy. I heard all the talks in the offseason. Where's Bell going to go? It's going to determine. And, you know, there was the talks about him going to the Colts because he had so much money. Um, And then, you know, there was a little, I think he put a tweet out there or something saying how fun it would be to play in KC and all this stuff. And I think a lot of people, you know, kind of were bummed about him signing with the Jets. But I actually kind of like it. Because you got a young quarterback who's going to lean on him. This is his job outright. Yeah. And I don't know if it would have been if he would have landed in KC or something because they did spend some money on Damian Williams and everything else. And, and he would have been fun with the Colts. But, again, Marlon Mack is good. Mm-hmm. This is his job. And, and I, think hoping- that, I think that was a reason, another reason he, he probably went there. Yeah. This is his job, I think. Sam Darnold's going to lean on him. I think he's going to get lots of touches. Bell wants to be the, the, the workhorse. He oh, wants and, to be the and, man. And he should be. You know, he should be. Um, so I have Melvin Gordon. Uh, he missed four games last year, which is a bummer. But even missing four games, he still came up with 14 touchdowns. Um, I got Melvin Gordon, and then I followed him up with Le'Veon Bell. So we just had a flip-flop. Again, okay. We, we've had a lot of these flip-flops. Yeah, we have. So we're on so, yeah. the same page. But, yeah, I... I I, I love Le'Veon Bell um, and Melvin Gordon. You know, I, I think they're both good teams and, and going to be pretty good offenses this year. And I think they'll both be fun to watch. So, who do you got underneath that? Let's see, what are we at? Three, four, five. We're at six. seven. So that's where I got McCaffrey. I, 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 I like McCaffrey. I wanted to put him higher. I, I still could even change yeah. this list up and put him a little bit higher. Yeah. And I mean, PPR, he's, he's top three. No, definitely. Definitely top three. I mean, man. Going into last year, did you think he was going to have the production the production that he did? Not at all. I, I didn't think he was going to last. The, when they said that they were going to use him as a lead back and that they were going to give him the carries and the opportunity to be that lead back, I did not think that Christian McCaffrey was going to survive a full season, and he did. And he, you know, I mean, what a what a great player. All right, who you got underneath that? I got Chubb. I got James Conner, and I would agree with you. I actually forgot about Conner. I am not going to lie to you. <laughs> you forgot about James Conner. <laughs> I did. Well, I love James Conner. I think um, he had a lot to prove. I love his story. I I love that, you know, he kind of shut up and just let his actions on the field speak for, you know, the confidence that he has in himself and the confidence that his team has in him. Um, so I got James Conner there, but I'm not going to argue Chubb. The only thing that makes me nervous about Chubb, of course – is week nine when Kareem Hunt comes back. I think that could dip into him. But, man, if you if you could pick up a guy like Chubb, you know, late first, early second round, and you could, you know, almost handcuff it with a fourth or fifth round pick and grab a Kareem Hunt just to make and sure. you could actually roll with Hunt and Chubb. I, I honestly think you can. I, I think that's going to be a good combo that you can roll with. Um, so I had, I had Chubb a little bit underneath. I had him underneath Mixon. Okay, and then I have actually Mixon next. Mixon scares me because he's not all there mentally. I like him. He's a good player. Um, I don't like Andy Dalton, and I don't like Cincy. Red Rock. However, they finally have a new coach, and I think the new coach coming in is going to evaluate this team. And when you look at this team from top to bottom, Joe Mixon is probably your second best offensive talent on the field behind only A.J. Green. So if you're evaluating this team and you're going to find a way to put the ball in your best player's hands, then Joe Mixon's going to get the carries this year. 100%. Um, of course, right after that, I had Chubb. So who did you have? 
I went with Fournette at 10 to round out my top 10. You have Fournette on your list because he's your keeper and you're hoping. That, that might be the case. Um, I love Fournette. I have uh, him listed as my boomer bust quite further down. Um, but like I, you said, he is a boomer bust. He is. God, they made me so mad watching him sit out last year because he is a fun football yeah, player to watch. I have... And a lot of people are going to yell at me, but that's okay. This is my list, not yours. I have David Johnson with a bounce-back year, and I am basing that off the fact that they are going to 100% draft Kyler Murray. I have David Johnson right outside my top 12. Last year was a rough year for him in terms of David Johnson expectations. However, he's still a guy that I would deploy as a running back too, and if you have a guy like Kyler Murray out there and, you know, you have a new offensive system with Kingsbury, um, man, you got a quarterback who can take off. That's going to leave, you know, a lot of options for your running back. I think David Johnson has a bounce back We're here. talking about David Johnson, who was just the number one yeah. running back just a I few know. years ago. And here we have him, you know, right at the bottom of our top ten list. Uh, I think he has a bounce back year, and I'm basing that solely on the fact that I do believe 100%. I think he does have a bounce back here. I think they're I think drafting Kyler Murray. I think he will be top 10 running back. And I think that helps him. Who you got underneath that? Cook. We're gonna go I got Delvin Cook also. Uh, they got to fix their offensive line. Yes, they do. Because and he's got to stay healthy, right? That's the big thing. He's got to stay healthy. Um, but Latavius Murray's gone. This is his job. Uh, they got Amir Abdullah behind him. But that's not a threat at his starting role. Nope. I think if Delvin Cook stays healthy, uh, that's a good team. And I could I could see him hopefully getting a 1,000-yard season this year and maybe double-digit touchdowns. I can see it. As long as he stays healthy, I think he could easily go for 1,000. Um, let's see. What are we at? 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. That was my 12. So you want to just throw a couple more names out there? Uh, you know, we don't have to give as many stuff. I got Sonny Michelle. You know, Philip Lindsay I, it's and crazy Damian that I completely Williams. forgot about Michelle. It's unreal. We talked about it before we started this. Yeah. Completely forgot about him. Didn't cross my mind. How are we not talking about Philip Lindsay? I love Philip Lindsay. He was on my team last year. I got lucky. I actually, early in the draft last year, drafted Royce Freeman, expecting him to have Philip Lindsay type numbers. And after week one, when Philip Lindsay outscored Royce Freeman in a panic, I bid almost half of my waiver points to pick up Philip Lindsay and I was thankful I did because I rode hey, him the rest it of the season. You out. It, it was a I like Philip Lindsay. I don't know what's gonna happen with a healthy Royce Freeman, but I got Sonny Michelle, Philip Lindsay, and Damian Williams all right in that next little tier. Yeah. Um I'll just kinda run down real quick. My next tier I got guys like Aaron Jones I have actually Aaron Jones in my top 12. I think he's going to have 1,000 yards, and he could plug in 12 touchdowns easy. Easily. Um, Mark Ingram, I like him over in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. I think if he has a healthy preseason, he can win that job outright. And I still think they're going to deploy multiple running backs. I, I, I still like Kenneth Dixon as you know a little relief because we know Mark Ingram's getting up there in age. Uh, but Mark Ingram's a guy that I wanted the Lions to take a look at. Him, I, I would have loved to see him in a, in a Lions jersey. But I got them in the in the same thing, uh, same tier. Then I got Devontae Freeman, no Coleman, good no offense. Coleman. He just needs to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. I actually had Kerryon Johnson up in this tier, but with the signing of the bowling ball, C.J. Anderson, I have actually slid him down, not because I think he's going to garnish a lot of carries from Kerryon Johnson. I still think it's his job, but I think he could garnish some touchdowns. I think he could easily take uh, take away the goal line touchdown. Exactly. Um, so I, I had Kerryon Johnson move down just a little bit. Um, and then, of course, you got that next tier with Marlon Mack, Chris Carson. What about Derrick Henry? I have him as one of my one of my guys right yeah, there. You I, know, I mean, I actually drafted him last year, and yeah. he was a complete bust. You had him and Deion Lewis. I did. You drafted both yes. of them in different... I think you actually drafted Derrick Henry above Deion Lewis. I drafted Henry, I think, in like the third round. Yeah. And he was just a complete bust for me. Ended up dropping him. Yeah. And when then the last few games of the year, he and did he what I up. wanted to do. I wanted him to do all year. You know, I think and with just, his production at the end of the year, I, I think he made a statement, and I think they're going to give I him think more it carries on. I think it carries on to this year. I think you're going to see a lot out of him. I'm going to – I'm going to – 
kind of leave with this, only because it's running backs and everybody loves running backs. I got three names for you, and I want you to tell me what you think of these guys. Jordan Howard with Philly. I like it. I also like it. I think he fits their system more than he does Nagy's system with the Bears. Um, and I think he's going to have a lot to prove. And if that offense, of course, Carson Wentz stays healthy, I can see him maybe not a thousand yard back, but I could probably see him with double digit touchdowns. Yeah, I can see him anywhere from the, the 800 to a thousand yard yeah. with, the, with the 10 touchdowns. If you're in a PPR league, draft Cohen. I like that. I think he will have a 1,000 all-purpose yards. Here's another name for you, and I think a lot of people are going to forget about this. Darius Geis. I loved him. I was so pumped to see him play. Um, I had read a statistic at one point that um, Alex Smith, as a starting quarterback, had never had a running back finish out at the top 10. Obviously, Alex Smith being a safety uh, a, a real safe quarterback. I was so excited to see what Darius Geis could do with that. I think a lot of people were excited to see what he was going to do. I'm nervous because I still don't know the quarterback situation there. Um, but Darius Geis, I think, is a guy that might go unthought about and you might be able to swipe up later in the draft. And my last question for you, Tevin Coleman or McKinnon? Who you draft in first? I am drafting They're McKinnon. both playing for the 49ers. You like McKinnon. You like him because of the PPR option. If you're going PPR, you got to go McKinnon, I think. I'm taking Coleman. I don't know, man. Actually, <laughs> now that you know that you think about it, it's a toss-up. I, I I've always liked Tevin Coleman. I've always been a Coleman fan. I've always liked guy. him over Freeman. Yeah, me too. You know, I always, always did too. I never him. understood the, the oh. pushing, but, you know, I really like Coleman. I think he... Um, Obviously, McKinnon signed the big contract last year, but when they... He needs to live up to that contract. He, so based well, on that contract that he signed, he needs to come in there and I, he needs to produce and he needs to do his do his job. How mad would you be to see Tevin Coleman stuck in another you know, 60-40, 50-50 split like he was with Devontae Freeman? I mean, <laughs> hey, if, it, if it works out for them and, yeah. and, and it helps them win, I don't think Coleman will, will be mad about it. No, I don't think he'll be you mad know, either. To a fantasy... The fantasy people, they're yeah. going to hate it. Yeah, I agree. All right, man. Well, I think uh, we're 52 minutes in. Man, I started talking about fantasy. I th- I think we told the old ladies upstairs we were going to be down here for half an hour. Yeah, I don't, I don't think my lady's here anymore. She left me. Oh, well, that's no fun. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you for being here. We're going to have Stay some anytime, more podcasts man. coming up. Uh, you know, Feel free to drop us a message, ask us questions, and uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to So Fucking Cool Fantasy Football Podcast. Later.